Let's try that again. There we go. Well, good morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> it is a Friday morning. It is the, what's the date today, anyhow? Today I think it's the, the 18th. 17th. Oh. It is the 17th. Terry Solomon Smith, we are broadcasting live back. We are, we are. I, uh, I spent this past week in Hawaii. You did, you and, little lucky uh, dog I'm you. I'm telling you. But I've got to tell you one thing, and I'm not sure if this is going to work or not. Let me see if I can. Uh-huh. You know what that is? An awful sound. That's the sound of the rooster after I threw some rocks at it outside our window <laughs> in Hawaii. The, the island of Kauai is overrun with chickens and roosters. And it's, it's, the guy was telling me that they brought them over years ago and they just kind of ran wild. And now they're a protected species on the, on the limelight. You cannot go after them. Really? And I, and I tried. Oh, I tried. <laughs> Because they, they do the cock-a-doodle-doo at starting at 4 in the morning. Holy moly. And they, they run just, and we were in, in this really nice villa there, and they they looking for my window. And they just, and Patsy wakes me up, and she says, is there anything we can do? And I go, I'm trying, I'm trying. And she goes, that's my shoe, put it back. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just, they're so damn annoying, and they're everywhere. How many do you think, you, they, like, when you say everywhere? Thousands. There's thousands of them. Really? Not, we went up to this... This Who feeds them? I don't. Unless <laughs> they like the back of Patty's shoe. Wow. But Thousands of roosters every, just running wild. Every, they run wild. They run everywhere. And you That's know what crazy. we noticed? There was, there was not a lot of roadkill, because I was trying. There was not a lot of roadkill <laughs> on those things. But man. And it was just... it was. A, we went to the island of Kauai, which is a beautiful, beautiful island. Just gorgeous, But huh? to get there was a bit of a challenge. Yeah? I like Alaska Airlines, but they need to take a chill pill. <laughs> they really need to take a chill pill. I walked up there at Portland, and I says, hi, I've got a ticket for um, Hawaii. And he points to the kiosk machine. He goes, over there. Over there. I go, no, no. I've already got my ticket. I just want to get my boarding pass. He goes, over there. And I go, what do you do? <laughs> you just stand here and point to the kiosk and say, over there, over there. And he's just looked at me and says, that's where you need to go. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy this airlines, and I'm going to fire your butt. <laughs> and Patty's going, okay, we're on vacation. Over Will here, you? honey. Yes. Over here. Calm down. <laughs> but the, the flight was an hour late leaving Portland because they had to change a tire. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And then they told us there was 31 people that had to make this connecting flight in Seattle. And they said, well, because there's that many, we will hold the plane. Mm-mm. They did not hold no, the plane. They did not hold the plane. We got to Seattle, and the plane was still there, but they had closed the door. And I says, "I would have thrown a you, fit." Oh, you don't think I did? <laughs> you don't think I did? Can you open the door? And they says, "No." Once the door is shut, we can't open it. And I go, "What if there's a guy on that plane having a heart attack right this very minute? Are you just going to leave it there?" He goes, "That's not the issue right now." And so we, I says, "All right, when's the next flight?" Six hours. We sat in Seattle for six hours. We were supposed to get in there at 6.30. We got into our hotel room at 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, gosh. That's awful. not a happy camper. And then that damn rooster. (laughs) Mm. Good morning. Bongino's up next. I'm so glad to be back to work. I Kind of be kind of 
icky all weekend long. Yeah. Now, I, I, I don't understand this. We get our weather from the National Weather Service here, and they have they usually list about five or six different weathers today, tonight, tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And then on this one it says Saturday night, and the next day should be Sunday. Well, they said June 10th. <laughs> June 10th. Shouldn't that be Sunday? Well, June 10th, we're, it's the 17th today. Well, that's just the whole thing is it's like not even... I've been on vacation. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Terry. I'm on vacation. <clears throat> so there's a thing in in in, uh, in Kauai that's called the Mini Grand Canyon, and we went up there and and we looked at that, and it, it's just beautiful. Patty was irritating me a little bit that day. I'm sure he, it went both ways, but go ahead, keep going. Oh, no, I'm, I'm I'm sure if you heard anything, you heard wrong. <laughs> I no. didn't hear anything. I okay. work with you. <laughs> oh yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I told her, I says, gosh, look how far down that canyon is. And I says, stand over there and let me take your picture. She goes, no. And I go, what do you mean no? She goes, I'm not going to stand over there. And I go, why? She goes, because you'll push me. <laughs> I go, Patty, there's people around. I couldn't get away with it if I did. She goes, I'm not going to do it because you'll push me down. <laughs> and she was hell bent that I'm going to push her in, in front of 50 people. I'm going to shove her off this little mini Grand Canyon. She wouldn't go pose for the picture. Well, good for and her. I Who's said, to say you don't trip and fall and accidentally push her, and then that's your excuse? Good job, Patty. Good job. You girls all stick together. Always. Don't you, don't you forget it. Apparently. <laughs> but I told her, I go, I'll go stand over there. She goes, I don't want your picture. <laughs> and I was like, I guess. So we didn't get that picture of her standing in front of the Grand Canyon, but we should have. That's all right. Your yep. guys' pictures were absolutely beautiful. They were gorgeous. There was it? some of those rolling hills with yes, the waterfalls. Yes, that was probably one of my favorite things. We stayed at this this villa that was just beautiful. It's just beautiful there, um, except for those roosters that were there every morning outside my window, and they would come to my window. They, they liked over, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but <laughs> um, the, the the properties there are so well manicured. Golf courses everywhere. Really? And Richard says, do you want, you want to shoot a round of golf? I go, I don't play golf. <laughs> I don't do that. You know, that's way too much walking for me. <laughs> but all these golf courses were just so beautifully manicured. And uh, we, went to, we went to one place, and, and I, I still wanted to get my drink in a pineapple. Oh, they yes. They don't do that. They don't do that anywhere. Nowhere. What? No, I said, can I at least get an umbrella? The guy brought me over four umbrellas. I goes, here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want four. I wanted one and a pineapple. But um, I, I discovered pineapple over there. Pineapples are good. Pineapple's phenomenal, especially if you oh, have it grilled man. with brown sugar. That's what Barbara was doing. She says, yeah, let's, let's grill this thing. We put a little bit of sugar or whatever on and I go, I, I, it's a I game know. changer. I'm telling you. I know. I'm telling you. I already know. I told Patty, I says, bring home some, some pineapple. Mm -hmm. She goes, you know, it's got lots of potassium in it. I go, well, that's good. What the hell's potassium? I have no idea. <laughs> well, that's but, good. Yeah, yeah. She says, well, that's got lots of potassium in it. I go, okay, well, good. Now I'll have lots of Grill potassium Grill it up. In it. it is. It's good stuff. I want some if you make some. We're going to go after work. This will be oh, the pineapple. Yum. Bongino's up next. I hate those roosters. <laughs> Turned my microphone on today. <laughs> I feel it. Oh, now I have to cough. You would. Don't, don't cough. Okay, don't cough. Good morning. Two minutes after 10 o'clock. 
I don't know what the current temperature is. It says raining now is all it's telling me. I've got 54 degrees. 54 degrees. Now, let me tell you this. Okay. This is something else I learned on my little trip to Hawaii this past week. Me, 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 me. Must be nice. It was. It was. <laughs> Thank you for asking. It was very nice. Okay, what else did you learn? I learned that there's no bad news. What do you mean? They don't have any bad news over in Hawaii other than the fact that somebody ran over another chicken. But all of the news in Hawaii is, is there's nothing bad. They don't say it. They don't tell you about shootings. That you don't, you, you, there's just no bad news. Huh. I, we turned it on the TV a couple of times because I want to know what was going on back here. in the. This is called the mainland. Back <laughs> here in the mainland and couldn't get anything. Really? No, no, no bad news. Huh. I wonder if that's the, on purpose or if everything's just well, rainbows and sunshines no, over there. No, it's not rainbows and sunshine. And everything. I saw a couple of chickens that needed to go. <laughs> there was, but it's 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 you're in paradise, right? And I think that because of the tourists that they're there, they don't want them to think that there's paradise. They want it to know that it's however, just beautiful, peaceful. However, there's a however. Okay. Patty wanted to go see a a, a coffee plantation. Mm-hmm. So we punched that into my GPS, who, by the way, my GPS has got to be the stupidest broad I've ever talked to. <laughs> Oops. Not supposed to say that. But we call her Elizabeth, and she's a dumbbell. She's fine here in the mainland, but in Hawaii, she took us. So we're, we punched in a, a coffee plantation, and we went to, we went with Captain Richard and Barbara Chesbrough from the Lama Queen, and they're, they're with us. And we have a lot of fun. We travel with them because they get into more trouble than I do. And we went down to this one area there, and it's like, we're driving around, and it's not a good area. And I'm kind of looking around. I go, Elizabeth, where'd you take yeah, us? I, I, I think we probably ought to leave, like, now. Really? And, like and, that, huh? Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was not a good area. Rough parts of the that, town? Let's just say that Guido was down there, and he was just looking for us. Is there homeless people and stuff there? Didn't see one. Really? Didn't see one. They don't own there. However, there's a secret island. We were on the island of Kauai, and... Off the, that island, you could see about maybe 30 or 40 miles off the island mm-hmm. is another long island, and they call that the Silent Island. The Silent the Island. The Silent Island. You're not allowed to go there, which I want to go Why there. Why not? Now I want, I want to now go. Now I want to go there. Can we just, like, hoover over the top of it? <laughs> what? Can we what? Hoover. Hoover? Yeah. Instead of hover? Yeah, that too. Hoover. Fl- fly I like around that. The, yeah, we'll fly hoover. around the top of it. Just, just hoover around. You can't. <laughs> I wonder now, why. There's a naval base on that island, but they say oh. it's closed. The locals that are there don't want any of the tourists over. And one guy even told us, yeah, they don't even have electricity on that island. And I go, but if there's a naval base, there is electricity there. See, I'm not buying into this story here. <laughs> I, that's why I wanted to go hoovering. And no, no I hoovering. I want to hoover, too. <laughs> I, I want to see. I, I did. Send a drone out there. Get binoculars. That's it. What you doing? And I asked the guy, I says, hey, what is that? I don't know. He goes, that's the silent island. What do you mean silent? You don't hear any noise from there? He goes, no, you don't. <laughs> and, oh. So I told Patty, I go, go fire up the Hoover. <laughs> We're going to go Hoovering. Yes, I love it. Isn't that a word, Hoovering? I think it's hover. But I ve- I could be wrong. I'm, I'm dyslexic, so I could very well be saying <laughs> things very wrong. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> It is 10.30, and it's uh, the 17th day of June, June 17th. One of the things that I noticed that we did a lot over in Hawaii... I go take my siesta now. We used to take a lot of naps, <laughs> you know? 
So this is something I noticed on the way back yesterday as we were flying back. Um, we flew back on Alaska Airlines, and they had uh, this one flight attendant. You're not allowed to call them stewardesses anymore, flight attendant. She was beautiful. Um, she was a big girl, though, but she was just really, really pretty face. Mm -hmm. And she was back in our, in our area, which was cargo. And I noticed that at one point she walked up to the first class area there, and she stood right at the edge of first class, and she turned around and just stood there watching all of the people, even though we were all sitting down there. And I thought, what the heck is that all about? And she just, she just stone-faced. And like I said, she's a pretty girl, but she's a big girl. And she made it a point to let you know that you're not getting past her. <laughs> and the reason for that was because the lavatory was right behind her, and I noticed that all of a sudden the lavatory door opened and out comes the pilot. This um, is in mid-flight. And I'm thinking, okay, well, <laughs> oh, if you're in the bathroom and uh, who's, who's, never mind, I don't want to know these things. Mm -hmm. But what happened was he then opens the door to the cockpit there. And as he goes in, out comes the first class stewardess or oh. flight attendant. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that was kind of interesting there. <laughs> so then... Oh, another hour or so goes by, and I see her walking up to the first class again, and I thought, ah, I'm going to watch her this time. <laughs> and she does it. She gets right up to the front. She turns around and just stands there, very stone-faced. And she's a real pretty woman, but nobody was going to get past her. And then the pilot comes out, and he goes into the lavatory again. I think He's he had drinking diarrhea. lots well, of water. He, he had some diarrhea issues, I think. Oh. But when that happened, though, the steward in first class goes into the cockpit. So I, I figured they must have to have two people in there at all times. They must. It must be but some type of protocol. Well, here's my problem with that. What if the the first, what do they call them? I, let's see, the flight, the captain, and then the... Right-hand man? Whatever it is that was, yeah. <laughs> now, what if he has an issue? Is that stewardess going to fly the plane? Well, let's hope so. Uh, they're going to be hoovering. <laughs> <laughs> hovering. I actually got confirmation from Michelle. It is hovering. What Not hoovering. What, 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 what does she know? You know, <laughs> she doesn't hoover. Hey, us women know everything. Apparently, but I, isn't that weird that one just goes up and she just stands there, stolen, cold, and staring at everybody, and anybody who tries just to make a run for it, playing bodyguard. Out. I'm telling you, that she, she just, takes her job very seriously. I, I, I'm glad that she. I go take my siesta now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Anyhow, that's it. I'm back. I'm glad to be back, and uh, I have nothing else to report. All right. Well, we're glad to have you back. Well, are you really? I mean... Were you really? See, people would say, but you, we heard you yesterday. No, you heard Memorex yesterday. We were not live yesterday. We were not. We we, we tricked everybody. We did, hopefully. We, yeah, well, that's well, the idea. That's right. I was hoovering when people thought we were alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how much time do we have left? I don't really know. I think we're out of time. Oh, about well, five seconds. Okay. Well, my Lucy girl is showing signs of not doing too well. She's oh, come on! Struggling with walking this morning. So please keep her in your prayers, um, please, and thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, we will do that. Hey, listen, you have yourself a great weekend. I you did too, miss you, you guys, too. and, and uh, we're glad to be back home. And take care of that little Lucy, will you? I will. I will. Bongino's up next. You guys have a safe weekend. You too. I'm going to go Hoover somewhere. Oh, goodness. <laughs>Good afternoon. It is just after 12 noon on this a Friday. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, and we have a guest in here this morning, this afternoon, whatever it is. Noontime. <laughs>
Um, Heather Mossgrove, did I get it right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and you're with Fetch Pet Care. Yes. Go ahead and try and say it, Amanda. <laughs> no way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fetch Pet Care. You just have struggles. That's all right. Well, that's because I'm a little titched. How you doing? Good. Thank Tell you. me about this company, Fetch Pet Care. It's a new company, isn't it? It's brand new. We launch on the 15th of this month, and we provide white glove fet pet care for you all can't pets. You can't even say All animals, including horses, dogs, reptiles, birds, everything. I've had a request for goats, even. You know, so we will take care of any animal that needs care. Um, in an owner's absence, or even if the owner's there and they just need help with something that's complicated, like medical care or bandage changes, things like that. Okay. So you come into the house, mm -hmm. and you'll take the dog or cat or whatever it is out for a walk. Yep. And you have some way of, of tracing where you're walking to? We have this amazing app that allows you to track your sitter as they're walking your dog. So when we meet you and we decide what service you want, and you say, I want this dog to be walked or even ran for uh, a mile or two miles, you can watch that happening in real time. Plus, we provide photos. And if you want us to check on things in your home, we do. Uh, you know, One of my colleagues had a request to check on their mom downstairs because oh. she wasn't answering the phone, and we did. That's awesome. Um, but you know, mostly we're providing pet care of all kinds. We do transport. We do walk. Um, we do, like I said, medical care. Maybe even like vet appointments? Vet appointments, yes. Transporting okay. to a vet or a groomer. Say you have you know, a, a job, you have to work long hours, we're happy to transport your dog for you. All of our um, cars are reliable and we have proper transport uh, equipment like kennels and things like that. We'll take notes from the vet. We'll even take a video of the vet or the groomer if they have advice for you and we'll send that to you right away. Tell me about your staff. So our staff are employed um, our, our employees, right? So this is different than any other pet care service in the area. So everyone is vetted, they're professionally trained, and they're insured and bonded. That's so awesome. you know that when we're coming into your home, you have a loving, credible animal expert who is safe to have in your home. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So when you say they're trained, trained for what? So they're trained for emergencies, um, they're trained for pet handling. Again, we only hire people that are experienced pets. And uh, enjoy pets. Yeah, right. love animals and have a lot of experience with animals. But, you know, we have a standard of care that we train them for. So this is what you do with a dog who bites that's humane and gentle but keeps everyone from getting bit right. and keeps the dog out of stress. We're taught how to handle animals with anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and we're taught how to handle emergencies. Um, Fetch Pet Care also has a, an excellent, highly trained call center. So if there's an emergency, we immediately call the call center, and then they have a protocol. So they're calling the right professionals. They're calling the owner. All of this happens within seconds of noticing the wow. emergency. That's awesome. It's yeah. incredible. Along with photos, right? So it really is a uh, an extension. I like to say an extension of the owner. Mm -hmm. We love them like you do. We are an extension of you in your absence. And that's important. Mm -hmm. So let's say somebody that has a ranch. Yeah. And they have, uh, like, a, they're going on town, out of town for a week for vacation. Yeah. So you'll come in and you'll take care of the horses, the goats, the cows, yep. feed the dogs. Yep. We'll change blankets. We'll feed them. We'll make sure their water is clean and that's full. Amazing. If they have bandages that need to be changed, we'll do that. Um, yeah, for all animals. Absolutely. That's and, incredible. And even, you know, we've had requests... Uh, to take care of animals when the owner is there. You know, we have an owner that recently and temporarily is in a wheelchair. Yeah. She can't walk her big dog. 
right? Okay. So we walk Perfect. the dog, we do food and water and things that require lifting. <clears throat> Elderly, you know, we service a lot of nursing homes. Mm-hmm. The nursing home staff love it because we keep the the facility in better shape because the animal is content. They've been walked. Um, we change their food. We medicate if necessary um, when the owner is unable to. Yeah. Or uncomfortable. How, how do you? How does your staff get unhooked after a while with that pet? I mean, they, oh. they, our dog and and Lucy right here. I mean, yeah. you fall in love with them, and then all of a sudden, okay, we don't need you anymore. It's like. But I want to come back. <laughs> yeah. It, that, I think that that's probably going to be one of the biggest challenges ever. Fortunately, most of our customers use us long term. Really? Yeah. Well, so, yeah, you build that relationship mm-hmm. and that bond. And then especially with an animal, I know if I had somebody coming in with for Lucy, I would want somebody that I to continue her care that I could trust and have that relationship with right. and that she trusted. So I feel yeah. like long term... This is a really important part of our mission. I'm hiring people that are a part of this community. Mm -hmm. And so they become, as you say, a part of your even closer community. This is somebody that you know. They know your home. They know when an open window shouldn't be open. Right. Right. They know when a plant that's knocked over. That doesn't make sense. Nobody walks there. Mm -hmm. They know when a gate's open that they should alert you. Right. And they know when your animal's It's not right that this dog is so calm. This dog is usually really hyper. So, yeah, there's a there's a great benefit to the familiarity that a service like this can provide. We're going to take a break. When we come back, you've got a big event coming up that you want to talk about. Yes. And we'll be doing that. We're talking with Heather Mosgrove from Fetch Pet Care. Care. (laughs) Will you try and say it? Fetch Pet Care. I love the name, actually. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Back in a few minutes. Stick around. Well, good afternoon. We'll be back with more of Sean Hannity in just a moment. Heather Mosgrove from Fetch Pet Care. Okay, come on now. How was that? That was perfect. That, that was. was perfect. I'm kind of <laughs> proud of myself now on that one. Good for you, Terry. You've got a big event coming up on the, uh, what, 24th and 25th. What's going on? Yeah, so a really dear person in our community named Patria Thomas recently passed. Patria was a huge advocate for dog rescue, so I'm going to get choked up. She worked very closely with the uh, the West Columbia Gorge Humane Society, and she adopted a lot of dogs there and provided a lot of services um, and donated a lot of her time. She was uh, to to that Humane Society, and she was also a teacher and a, and a well-loved part of our community. She passed due to colon cancer and, um, you know, some complications in her medical care we hate that c word by the way we really do right we hate that c word and um it was a huge loss to all of us so in her honor um my sister-in-law uh developed a team of people called patria's pack and we're participating in a an event that the West Columbia Gorge Humane Society is sponsoring on the 25th, which is Hike the Dyke. And Hike the Dyke, anybody can participate. It's a long hike you do with your dog, and it and it and it uh, creates um, donations and money for the the West Coast, the West Columbia uh, Humane Society. Okay, well, uh, Melissa, my sister-in-law, and I decided to host an additional event on top of that to even earn more money for the Humane Society and help them in Patria's name and in her honor. So on the 24th, which is the day before, we're having Patria's Pack Party. It's going to be the day before the event. It's going to be on Friday evening. Everyone can bring their dogs. It's going to be a dog-friendly event. There's going to be gifts. There's going to be raffles. There's going to be a winery is coming. We've got lots of food vendors, live music. 
music, and we're going to have some speakers to talk about how to own your medical care when it comes to colon cancer and raise some awareness there. And we're also going to raise some awareness about the health benefits of dogs. I, I, I can't help but wonder if Patria's beautiful dogs that she adopted helped her live as long as she did with right. this really horrific well, disease. Well, you know they did. Yeah. You know they did. For sure. So we're going to talk about that, too, there. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun event for people to go to um, and and support this amazing cause. The West Columbia Gorge Humane Society does an amazing job. And not just for their Humane Society. They do a lot of outreach. And so for all dogs, um, they're doing this. So Fetch Pet Care is co-sponsoring this with them. Okay. That's so and, awesome. And it's going to be up in Portland. Um, you're still trying to... To narrow yeah. down the exact site yet. We've got a couple sites okay. that are um, available, and uh, so we're going to narrow that down. But if anybody wants to um, participate, they can go to the West Columbia Gorge Humane Society website, which is wcghs.org, and you can register there, and all the information will be there. Well, you've okay. got a lot of stuff going on in your little mind right there, <laughs> We do. We are going big. Right. That's yeah. awesome. If people want to get in touch with you, Heather, the best way to do it would be the 971-253-4026 number? That's correct. That's our call center, and they can ask for Heather, and you'll get transferred. Okay. Uh, real quick, we only have about 30 seconds left. Tell me a bit about your, your business. So Fetch Pet Care is a white glove service we do uh, for pets, for people's pets in your home. And so we do everything from walk your dog to medicate your animals to transport your animals if they need transport. We have an amazing app that lets you track the entire process. And we service all animals, reptiles, horses, dogs, cats, any animal that you have that needs care, whether you're on vacation or you're just at work for the day. Perfect. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. No, this is Friday. We'll be back Monday. We will. We will be. All right. We'll see you then. Have a great weekend.